Today on News 4 at 4, one out of four COVID survivors dealing with symptoms months after having the virus. We're working for you, showing you how a local hospital is helping to solve the mystery of COVID long haulers. Plus, Pat Lawson News, Leon Harris, and Sean Yancey catch you up on the day's biggest stories. And Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer helping you plan for the next 10 days. Working for you, today on News 4 at 4 on NBC4. Be careful of heresy in your applications. Yeah, hi, and welcome to the Preaching Points podcast for this week. I'm your host, Brian Hedinga. And on this week's podcast, we follow along with the faculty of our Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Seminary, Haddon Robinson, Scott Gibson, and Jeff Arthurs, as they discuss the dangers in misapplying the text to your listeners. Now remember, this is the last week to download that free audio resource on our webpage. It's just a small way of saying thank you for your support over the years. Please see the Center for Preaching's website for more details. And now let's listen as Haddon and Jeff and Scott discuss this week's topic. Haddon and Jeff, how do you react to this statement? More heresy comes through application than any other place in a sermon. I would tend to agree with that. In fact, I would tend to agree with it enthusiastically. <laughs> Haddon agrees, I agree. <laughs> enthusiastically. Enthusiastically. <laughs> yeah, do you want to spin it out, Scott? Well, uh, well, how does heresy come through? Yeah, as we compare it to different parts of the sermon, say you are dealing with an exegetical aspect, or you're dealing with a theological Yeah, even thing. moving to the theology. Yeah, yeah. And so then you move into application of the biblical or theological truth. That's when you can, in a sense, get further away from the intention of the truth. Think of it in a ripple effect. There are those possible, or, or the implications, the possible, the probable, and then the absolutely crazy implications of, of a... Of and, and you're saying preachers have to guard against speaking with the same kind of authority and certainty on that outer ripple, right, right. the implication of the text, yeah. as the text itself or the doctrine of the text. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. That's in the Bible. That's a Bible truth, okay? Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to say the difficulty with the church today is that it's a worldly church. We have come to love the world too much. I know people who say they're Christians who go to movies. They go to R-rated movies. They go to opera. And I think that John Newton was right, that opera is of the devil. And he opposed the singing of Messiah because it had opera in it. Yeah. And I think that uh, today, if we are going to take the Bible seriously, if you love the world, then you don't love the Father. And here are things that worldly people do. And if we do them, we are in danger of not loving the Father. In fact, more than that, we don't love the Father. And let's be clear about it. <laughs> what do you do with that? Okay, that's a good example where you have jumped to a possible <laughs> implication of the text, but you cannot speak with that authority and say, here's what it means. Yeah, you're on the edge of losing the authority connection. Your voice sounds quite authoritative. And, and the people pick up on that yeah. as much as anything. Right. But in terms of 
the truck of the truth of the text and applying it in that way, you're on the edge of a very questionable application. Yeah, and I think it's questionable for two reasons. <laughs> One is I'm giving a movie the specific of worldliness, and that may or may not be true. But secondly, I am saying to young people out there, if you go to an opera, you really don't love the, the Lord. And then what I'm doing is bringing them into what uh, I think the Bible would call legalism, because I am giving to the dignity of an act all of the power of the biblical warning. Right. And that's heresy. I think the Bible would say that legalism is heresy. We have to be careful uh, when we expound, thus saith the Lord, uh, not to say what he, what he didn't saith. <laughs> <laughs> or it can be done in another way. You could say to people, here are several different ways that people who are Christians, sincere Christians, have looked at this and how it's touched their lives. I think you have to do several of those to say to people, uh, what I am not saying to you is that to go to an R-rated movie necessarily means that you don't love God. What I am saying is that there are practices that we can get into if we don't think about what it means that the whole world lies in the lap of the evil one, that we can find ourselves doing what God disapproves of so that I don't talk about a particular thing. I talk about many things. Yeah, or you talk about a number of particular things which tends to sort of defuse it or give them a cafeteria right. to illustrate the right. idea. It, it nuances it in such a way that it really helps to define what you're getting at. At least it can be specific enough for people to say, oh, yeah. And then if the principle I have gotten across about the world can be applied by some Christians this way and other Christians this way. It doesn't mean it's irrelevant. It means yeah, thoughtful Christians will apply God's truth in different ways, in different circumstances, and that is a form of application. Yeah, and so what we're saying is more heresy comes through application than any other place in the sermon, and we really want to be careful about it. Yeah, thank you, Jeff and Scott and Haddon for that important conversation in this week's Preaching Points podcast from the Center for Preaching at Gordon-Conwell Theological Seminary. I'm Brian Hedinga, and we hope you listen in again next week to Preaching Points. One hundred fifty years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of groundbreaking research, of exceptional health care for kids, of helping families like mine and yours. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants.